Okay, hello everyone. Welcome to episode 13 of The Gates of Shell. Before we get started, I would just like to thank everybody for listening and especially thank uh, some of our more high-profile listeners. In fact, today for episode 13, we've gotten some A-list celebrities who are huge fans of not only Young Sheldon, but also of The Gates of Shell podcast. And so we've got a few really great people on the line. And the first person that we'd like to welcome to the show, we actually talked about him on episode 11. You might know him from some of his movies, Mark Wahlberg. Mark, thank you so much for coming on this podcast. Yo, what's up, guys? How's it going? It's going well, Mark. Uh, Thank you so much. It's a lot better now that you're here. Love the podcast. Gotta say, love the podcast. Feeling the energy. You guys are growing every day. I feel that. I see that. I respect the hustle. Thank what you, time Mark. you guys waking up? I wake up at four thirty in the morning. What are you guys up to? I'm. I'm what you doing at four thirty? I'm sleeping. You know, I I don't have the drive that you do as an individual. So you're it, sleeping on the gains. You're sleeping on the gains. I know. I lo- power inspired <laughs> fitness. Think about it. Hey, I I look like a bitch compared to you, sir. Uh, so you're a big fan of Young Sheldon, I hear. Oh my God, we watch Young Sheldon every night in my house. I bring my wife, I bring the kids. I'm like, yo guys, it's Young Sheldon time. It's 6.30 p.m. and then I go straight to bed at seven. Cause I wake up at 4.30 in the morning. Did you know that? <laughs> I, I, Are you aware that I wake up at 4.30 in the morning? I pump iron for two hours, baby. And then I pray, I pray to the Lord that I get stronger and bigger. One day I wanna be like The Rock. I wanna be as big as that guy when I grow up. I, I think you could. And you know, you, you bring up Jesus and working out. Um, and I just want to apologize for the stuff I said about Catholicism and you on the last podcast. I hope there's no hard feelings between us. Oh, bro, we're totally fine. That's between you and God. You know, God's going to judge you. He's going to send you straight to hell. I believe it. I see it in your eyes. This motherfucker looks like he got to go straight to hell. And I've seen some bad boys. Do you know I went to juvie? Are you, are you aware I went to juvie? Okay. Okay. Mark, I got one more question. Mark, is it true that um, you would have stopped 9-11 had you boarded your flight? Listen, all I'm saying, if I was there, things would be a little different. And this time I'm going to say it. Maybe if I was in wherever the fuck the coronavirus came from, like if I had known about it earlier, let's just say there would have been no coronavirus if I was there. Well, All right. Mikey Mike. Mark, uh, let's just say you've got some frequent flyer miles to burn. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. Actually, this next celebrity is one of my favorite actors of all time. I just saw him in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You've seen him in Scent of a Woman, where he won an Oscar. And of course, you've seen him in The Godfather. Uh, please welcome huge young Sheldon fan and actor Al Pacino. Al, welcome to Shell. Whoa, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, love to love to hear a fan talk to me like that. Nothing gets me going like the fans. Uh, believe nothing gets me going fans. like talking to you, sir. Uh, so you know what else gets me going? Young Sheldon gets me going. <laughs> whoa! You see that kid running that episode today? Whoa, whoa, whoa! I didn't know he could move so fast. He's a speedy motherfucker, um, <laughs> Mr. Pacino. Uh, With the moves, whoa. <laughs> Mr. Pacino, uh, I, I just have a quick question. What was the deal with that Dunkin' Donuts commercial? Mm. Oh, baby, everybody loves Dunkin'. Come on, whoa. <laughs> you know, uh, I hear you have Cuba on the show. He's from Boston. He'll tell you Dunkin' Donuts so important to America. America, America runs on Dunkin'. Well, that's, yeah, that's why I bring it up, because you just talked about how Sheldon runs so fast in this episode. And do you think whoa, Dunkin' Donuts had anything to do with see. that? Whoa, Sheldon runs on Dunkin'. Of course, of course. (laughs) 
Folks, you heard it here first. Sheldon runs on Duncan. Mr. Pacino, uh, have you seen any other Chuck Lorre shows like Big Bang Theory, Two and a Half Men, Mom? I saw the uh, Two and a Half Men, huge fan. But Three and a Half Men, whoa, that's a show you gotta see. You know, Chuck Lorre's a good friend of mine. He uh, let me see that. Very unrated, very X. Whoa, X rated. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Three and a Half Men. Three and a half man plus a plus a horsey. That one was that one's a little too much for me. Uh, Mr. Pacino, um, if you could collaborate with Chuck Lorre, what would that project look like? What 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 character would you want to play in a Chuck Lorre production? The big thing about me, Optin, is that I'm a I'm a, I'm an actor that likes to, to to challenge the directors that I'm working with. So for me, it would be animated series. I'm a cannoli. It's easy. It's Al Pacino as a cannoli by Chuck Lorre. <laughs> the big bucks. I, you hear that? You hear the Brinks truck? You hear it backing up? Oh, I hear him. I hear the cha-chings. I hear the, the, the Brinks trucks. <laughs> well, uh, Al, we're going to have to let you go because we've got a lot of other celebrities that we need to talk to. But thank you so much. If you have, yeah, any, yeah, okay, if okay. You have any parting you. words for the Gates of Shell fans. For those that don't know, the show exists. You ought to be listening. You ought to be listening. Okay, Al Pacino, signing off. Whoa. That covers a lot of people. Uh, thank you again, Mr. Pacino, for coming on. Thank you. Um, thank you. It's an honor. Up next on our uh, roundtable discussion. <laughs> Did you turn it off? Can somebody please help Mr. Pacino with his microphone? Um, Someone get him off the Zoom call. Up next is... I gotta take a shit. I gotta take a huge shit. These kids will ask me some fucking ridiculous questions. I gotta tell you shit. Is the microphone off? Thank you, Mr. Pacino. Lovely. Uh, up next, this might be one of the most special guests, if not the most special, not to say anything about our other ones. But the reason this one's the most special is because most people think he's dead. We all know the infamous day of November 22nd, 1963, what happened in uh, Dallas, Texas. But not only did not, this person not die in the state of Texas, but he's also a huge fan of a show that takes place in Texas. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome former president of the United States, John F. Kennedy. JFK, thank you so much for coming on and welcome to Shell. Hi, how are you? Great to see you. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Huge fan of the podcast, a bigger fan of young Sheldon, and an absolutely massive fan of Chuck Lorre. It's a miracle. It's a miracle to have you here. It's, a, it's an honor. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So you're a big young Sheldon fan is what I've been, what I've been told by my people. Oh, yeah, he's great. I love him. He's a, he's a good kid. He's a, the show teaches great morals. Um, I, I respect that he's so smart. I see kids like that. They're the future of our country. Did you know I made NASA? I was about to say. Hey, I mean, that, that's true. Uh, you must be a personal hero, Sheldon. I mean, he looks up to uh, the space age a lot. Um, and you're, you're the guy who said we should put a man on the moon. Is that right? You know how I thought of that idea? Uh, please tell us. Two motherfucking tabs on the top of the White House. I'm sitting looking at the stars and I'm thinking, why aren't we there? What's up there? What's hiding in those stars? I went to the biggest nerds in America and I asked them, how the fuck are we going to get all the way to the moon? And they said, what are you talking about, Jack? There's no time for that. We're at war with Russia. They got missiles in Cuba. And I said, I don't care. There's got to be extra spicy gold up there or like chicken nuggets or something come on you guys see it i see it i'm looking at the stars my well, god we, 
we're in infinite debt to you, sir, uh, Mr. President, for doing that. For us, not only as a country, but for young uh, Sheldon. Because if it hadn't been for you, Sheldon might be a plumber or uh, work on a cruise line. Uh, but instead, he's trying to pursue the stars. And that's all thanks to you. You know, love to hear it. Love to hear it. Um, since you are the founder of NASA... And our little guy, Sheldon, wants to be in NASA. Do you have any words of advice for Sheldon? Listen, if you want to reach for the stars, you got to get out of your comfort zone, right? That's what I told all the astronauts that later went on to the moon missions. They didn't know I was watching, but I was so proud of them. But to do that, what I did is I, uh, I'm a massive fan of acid. So you should know that. LSD and JFK, <laughs> they go together like motherfucking glue. So what I did is I, uh, I put... I put tabs of acid inside the first astronauts' spacesuits. And there's a little note card that they open when they reach the moon. And I said, fucking do it, boy. Send it. <laughs> so, for young Sheldoin, I'd, uh... I guess I wouldn't suggest acid to a child, because that seems inappropriate. But maybe, uh... But maybe, like... Maybe, like, chug a Red Bull and go, you know, run around the park or something and, uh... I mean, I, I think that would inspire me if I was a, a young child and wanted to go see the stars. That's that's great advice, Mr. President. Oh, um, sure. Anytime. But uh, we I, know do, you, I have we... one more question. Uh, Mr. President, you know, uh, you were unfortunately killed in the state of Texas. Um, uh, I'm just curious. You know, the show Young Sheldon takes place in Texas. I was just curious what uh, thoughts that brings up to you. Do you, do you, do you associate any uh, trauma with this death of yours that you also time traveled back in time to help uh, orchestrate? Well, uh, I'll tell you this: when I when I watch any any program, not just Young Sheldon, uh, and and they and they bring up Texas, uh, it, it always traumatizes me a little bit. I'll be honest, because uh, it's 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 a, uh, you know, I had some tough memories there. Sure, I shot myself back in '63. Sure, that was pretty tough. Had to see Jackie flip a fucking shit, uh, but that was pretty tough. Had to see kids cry, uh, you know, when they broke the news. All these people are crying like goddamn babies. I'm just trying to, you know, live my life. I'm over the whole presidency thing. It's kind of bullshit. But, uh, I mean, what what really bums me out whenever I watch anything about Texas is that they don't bring me up. They should be bringing me up every time. I should have royalties with Texas. That should be my, my dues, right? I should be making goddamn bank off of Texas, but I'm you not. You put Texas on the map, sir. You put Texas That's on the map. That's right. Just one really quick question before you go. I just need to know your thoughts on the restaurant, uh, Whataburger, the burger chain. Uh, do you think it's a good <laughs> restaurant? Do you think it's overrated? Do you think it's shitty? What's your opinion? Absolute trash. I stopped eating from any other restaurant except for one, and it's called Dunkin' Donuts. My friend Al Pacino <laughs> introduced me to it, and it's amazing. <laughs> Do you know that America now runs on Dunkin'? We use Dunkin' as a fuel source. This is incredible. This is why we're the best country in the goddamn world. Amen, Mr. President. Amen. Uh, hey, thank you so man. much, JFK. Thank uh, you. Mr. President, for joining us. Sure. Godspeed, wherever you might be. <laughs> Goodbye, America. <laughs> Stay safe. Okay. The next guest you very well may know from his starring role in Rocky and in the expendables he's also just a total meathead and loves to pump that iron uh ladies and gentlemen please give a warm welcome to mr sylvester stallone mr stallone thank you yeah. for uh joining us welcome to shell yeah how's you going guys it, it, it's <laughs> welcome to it's shell. going well thank you for joining us yeah no no problem no problem 
Um, so Sylvester, if I could call you Sylvester, uh, I don't want you to beat the shit out of me or anything, but, um, like the cat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, young Sheldon seems like to be a weird fit for you. Like, you know, you're in a lot of like violent gritty action movies and young Sheldon's kind of a, a warm, lighthearted family comedy. So I'm wondering how, like, is this a side to you that we're not used to seeing or, uh, how did you come about discovering this show, young Sheldon? You know, this is a great question, Jack. Life's all about <laughs> life's all about balance. That's what I always say. And uh, you know, sure, I make violent movies and stuff like that all the time. But you know, at home, I'm just watching uh, Young Sheldon. Uh, I'm watching uh, Big Bang Theory. I'm watching Two and a Half Men. I'm watching you know anything that Chuck Lorre makes. Oh, so you're? I, I was just about to say what else you watch, but it just sounds like. Most of your time at home is consumed by Chuck Lorre shows. Is that by the correct? CBS primetime. Yeah, CBS primetime. That's that's my time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, recently I've been uh, kind of off my game. How so? What do you mean by that? Uh, you guys are familiar with Quibi? <laughs> I've, I've heard of it. Uh, I can't watch Young Sheldon on it, so I'm not as familiar. <laughs> but uh, what, uh, what shows do you like on Quibi? I don't know yet. I don't know how to use the app. <laughs> so, so if I'm understanding this correctly, I, mean, I spent I spent last two two or three months uh, trying to figure out how to use the app. So if I'm so if, let me get this straight, Mr. Stallone, and believe me, I'm not questioning your uh, yeah. intelligence at all. But it seems that you've been spending two to three months of your time trying to use Quibi without actually having watched any of the shows. Is that correct? Yeah. <laughs> You know, what do you uh, think? What do you think? Are you, uh, you, uh, you familiar with my, uh, my movies, uh, Expendables? Uh, yeah, yes, sir. Yes, yes, I introed you with that. Uh. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did, you did, yes. Uh, well, you know, I actually wrote Expendables 2, uh, trying to open the YouTube app for about two and a half years. So, okay, well, that, that leads me to another question. I'm glad you bring that up. So, in the meantime that you've been trying to operate the interface of Quibi, have you been writing or brainstorming any other ideas for your next big feature? Yeah. <laughs> it's good to hear. Yeah, I have. That's... Hey, we've all it's been... It's really good. <laughs> I, no, I believe you. My mom says it's really good. <laughs> Mr. Stallone, if, if you were to eventually one day make Quibi work, and let's say hypothetically one of your projects were on Quibi, um, what would that project be like? It'd be really good. <laughs> uh, it'd be like uh, a how-to video about how to use the app. But like with uh, a bunch of beefy guys with big guns. That's a great idea, sir. Um, ooh, ooh, and everybody's got milk. Uh, milk, actually, milk everywhere. Oh, it'd be in a big pool of milk. Yo, hold on, I'm sorry, I gotta go. I could call my agent. We understand you're a busy man. Uh, thank you so much for stopping by. Uh, I can't wait thank to you, see Mr. your Salad. quippy tutorial milk movie. <laughs> Um, thank you again so much for coming on the program. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Sloan. 
Honor. Uh, well, Sylvester had to go, but luckily we have one more guest uh, to talk about Young Sheldon for you. And honestly, this is one of the directors that got me into filmmaking. So it's especially a huge honor to have this next man on the Gates of Shell. Uh, you've obviously seen his movies like Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, Kill Bill, and countless others, and Glorious Bastards. He's one of the best. Please welcome on the Gates of Shell, director Quentin Tarantino. Mr. Tarantino, welcome to the Gates of Shell. Hey, 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 hey. How's it going, guys? How's it going? How's it going? It's going well, Mr. Tarantino. Just a, just a huge fan of your podcast. You know, I just want to say I'm just a huge fan of your podcast. I listen to it when I'm taking a dump. I listen to it when I'm driving. I listen to it when I'm working out. I listen to it all the goddamn time. That, I'm, I'm beyond flattered. I guess, uh, do, you, do you draw any inspiration from young Sheldon? Or uh, even better yet, uh, do you see any of your influences in young Sheldon? Well, mm, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, I, I, uh, I, I think, I think I, I can relate to Optin on this one where, uh, there's this grandma character in the, in the, in the, in the series of young Sheldon. <laughs> Mima. And, uh, uh, yeah, Mima, Mima. And, uh, part of my fascination with young Sheldon is, uh, is, is the, is, uh, well, you know, I'm just gonna cut right to it. It's the grandma's feet. It's the grandma's feet. <laughs> I'm, 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 I can't, I can't stop watching. I have no idea what Young Sheldon's about. Bazinga, I don't get it. I don't know. Young Sheldon, Young Sheldon. I, I, I don't, I don't give a goddamn. I just want to see, I just want to see those sweet, sweet, precious little toesies on that grandma. You know, sue me, sue me. Um, yeah, well, I, I don't think I've noticed any, uh, feet shots from Mima. Oh, yet. then you're looking in the wrong place. You're looking in the wrong place, Jack. <laughs> I guess you I, know you know uh, cinema and television is a is a is a medium about subtlety, Jack. Maybe uh, take some notes. I'll try to, sir. I don't want to disappoint you. Like I said, you're one of my favorites. Um, don't disappoint, Daddy. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, you're a huge proponent of shooting on film, and I can't imagine how many many feet of film this show would have gone through if it's shot on if it was shot on film, but it's shot digitally. So I want to know your thoughts on like the whole film versus digital uh, medium when it comes to capturing the moving image. It's 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 a huge debate, and you know I've never spoken about this because I was I was always really scared of what people would think about it, but. I'm just gonna come out and say it. I'm I'm a huge proponent of not just shooting on film, but I want to shoot on Jello. <laughs> that, wow, that's a, that's a huge, gelatin. That's a huge piece of news. That's bold. Sir. Yeah. The film's already so flexible and movable, right? I was thinking. I, was, I saw. I saw a whole a whole box of fruit by the foot. Fruit by the foot. I was standing out there in Costco, looking at all the candies. I love candy. And 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 I see fruit by the foot. I'm like, why can't we just shoot on that? <laughs> it's gonna be delicious. <laughs> Wow, that, sir, that is, that's very interesting. I've never heard that. That's why I'm an innovative director, you know? It must be. Uh, if Okay, let me ask you this, uh, Mr. Tarantino. Now, I know you're a big fan of the show Young Sheldon, but let's just say that you were given an opportunity to direct an episode of Young Sheldon. How do you think that might look uh, versus some of the other episodes we've seen? At least like a hundred fifty-five percent more feet shot. Let's be real. Let's start <laughs> off right there. And and and, and I, 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 uh, I think I do a like a food fight that goes wrong. Somebody throws a tray and a kid's head just flies right off. You know, it's just dealing with the, with the trauma, the trauma of that. The kids would be so goddamn traumatized. Imagine it, head flying across the cafeteria. Some kids like, oh my god, it was an accident. Yeah, sure, sure, okay. <laughs> that that is true. Um. um. <laughs> 
Uh, Woo! Odson, do you have any questions for Mr. Tarantino while he's here? Um, Quentin, you know, you are a prolific filmmaker. Um, you've directed many uh, highly acclaimed features, uh, but you've never uh, really stepped into TV, uh, to my knowledge, which, as you might know, Chuck Lorre is the king of the sitcom. Uh, what would a Quentin Tarantino sitcom look like, and what would you want to do if you had access to that medium? You know, you know, I, 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 I have no interest in going into into sitcoms. You know, I, I've recently said I'm going to be retiring from making movies, and 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 you know, you know what I realized? You know what I realized, Optin? You know what I realized, Jack? What is, did you realize? I, I, I found this. I found video games. Are you familiar with video games? You know, <laughs> yeah, I am. Like the, the concept. I love video so, games. <clears throat> You know, I, uh, you know this pal slash enemy slash you know nemesis of mine, James Cameron. James Cameron. He says he's, he he could tell every story he needs to tell through Avatar, and I thought I was so stupid. I'm like, what are you talking about? You can't do that. And 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 until I until I met Call of Duty Warzone. Are you familiar with the game? Are you familiar with the game? I am. I have many friends who play it. I, I um, the rest of my life I want to spend in Call of Duty Warzone. I want to go in the VR experience. I'm gonna take meetings in Warzone. You meet me in Verdansk. I don't I don't care. Meet me in the Gulag. I don't care. You know that's that's it. That's it for me. Call of Duty Warzone is gonna be the rest of my life. I'm not gonna make any more goddamn movies. I'm not making any goddamn television. I'm just gonna spend my time in Call of Duty Warzone. That's a wow wow. I know a lot of people that would be upset about that, but I you heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Uh, Quentin Tarantino announcing his retirement and his transition to full time Call of Duty Warzone. Uh, shut in. The, the, there's been a lot of uh, breaking news to happen on this, and I'm just really glad to have had all these guests on. Uh, Mr. Tarantino, do you have any parting words to the Gates of Shell viewer or just to the young Sheldon fan at large? Who's listening to this podcast? <laughs> Besides me, Al Pacino, Matthew McConaughey, JFK. I mean, I don't know anybody else who listens to this podcast. Those are actually the only people who listen to our podcast. Well... Thank you so much for coming on and giving our listeners some insight into it. your thoughts on Young Sheldon. Anytime, anytime. Next time, next time, meet me in Call of Duty. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Just tell us where cheers, to drop, cheers, sir. Quentin. It's behind the Big Bang Theory. Who made it? He's adopted. How can I be adopted when I have a twin sister? Think, monkey. Think. Young Sheldon coming to CBS this fall. I can hear them perks coming. I can hear the words coming. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 13 of the Gates of Shell. I am your host, Jack Storbeck, and with me as always, my co-host and my co-captain, Obton Haydari. Obton. Yo, yo. What's up? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm just, uh, I'm going crazy, my man. Three more months. Three more months. That's what they announced. Another three. Well, another three, that's baby. just what mind Fuhrer Gavin Newsom is saying. He's not going to stop yeah. <laughs> me from, from going to the beach and sneezing on some yeah. grandma. The California Uber Alice. Yeah. But joining us for episode 13, Obton, we have a very special guest. We have a very special guest. A huge homie. Yeah, I've known this guy since day one. One of the funniest dudes I know. Fellow USC uh, film school alumnus comedian impersonator and all-around funny guy kuba soltashek what's up players yeah yeah kuba welcome to shell thank you thank you for having me well thank you for getting your uh entourage of celebrity friends to come on and talk to us uh it was an honor yeah you got what the fuck guys you guys booked me with a bunch of celebrities like no one's gonna (laughs) notice me now yeah we're ridiculous we're just using you for the clout we're like tam (laughs) Yeah. No, we oh, just needed the nice connections. Ref, nice ref. 
to the yeah. Sheldon. <laughs> uh, I noticed that a bunch of your friends also all referred to him as Sheldon. Oh shit! Did, did they? <laughs> They've all been talking. I think that's how I'd rattle him. I'd call him Sheldon. Is that the Boston? <laughs> is that the Boston version of yeah. Sheldon? Yeah. No, no, but no? it's like an East Coast, you know, you know, not bullying, but. <laughs> A rattle. It's kind of bullying. You know, it's a, a rattle. rattle. Would, you have yeah. bu- would you have bullied Sheldon? Be honest. Would you have bullied Sheldon? No, it- I'd probably be bullied by Sheldon. <laughs> no. Here's the thing. I think I would have bullied Sheldon if we're being perfectly honest. Well, yeah, Sheldon's kind of a wanker. He's insufferable, man. He's, he's, he's pretty fucking insufferable. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, I've only seen two eps. That's what I was going to ask is how familiar are you with uh, young Sheldon? I've only seen the pilot and then the episode that we are going to watch today. Okay. Okay. And what were your thoughts on the pilot? You know, to be honest, I fully do not remember the pilot. I definitely maybe hit it when it came out. Why'd you watch it? Oh, it's a meme watch. Full blown. Okay. For sure. sure. Yeah. 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 Hey, a watch is a watch. You know? Yeah. yeah, That's true. Chuck Chuck will take what he can get. This is what happens when you take a meme watch too far. Yeah, right here. <laughs> you, you, he's, he's, you build a whole podcast gates around Gates of it. Shell, baby. Wait, so, Koopa, have you seen Big Bang Theory, though? I've seen maybe, like, like a handful of episodes. I understand. Bazinga. I get that. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you know, don't, don't confuse our audience with that terminology. <laughs> we haven't gone down that. Biz Bobo. Yeah. <laughs> Bazinga doesn't uh, exist yet. This is, a, this is a pre-Big Bang Theory world. This is a... Well, this, yeah, is, this, yeah. is, not a, this is not a pre-Bang Theory. This is not a pre-Big Bang Theory world. This is a non-Big Bang Theory world. True. Uh, Big Bang Theory is not canon to the show. It does not count yeah. anything you think you know exactly. about Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. Throw it out the fucking window. All right. All right. Yeah. So just go into this with your knowledge of the pilot. See ya. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which I do not remember. Do you guys – what was the pilot? Do you guys remember what happened? Uh, I, I do, but – unimpressed. It, nothing – it was, it, yeah, I mean, it's, ba- it's unimpressive. It's bad. I mean, like, it's, like, not, like it was. <laughs> well. Bro, what happened in the pilot? Uh, yeah, right? He went to, he went to high school. <laughs> that's it. That's the whole pilot was just went to high school. Yeah, but that's big. Like, and, I remember okay. when I went to high oh, school. I was setting up, yeah. And he's also, like, uh, he's a kid. Yeah, he's, he's like, not, nine he's years not old. of high school age. That's the comedy. Oh, Bazinga. So, uh, bazinga. This episode, episode 13, is titled A Sneeze, Detention, and Sissy Space K. Spacek? Is Sissy, is Spacek a character? I have no, I have no idea. Not as, as far as we know, no. My guy, are y'all serious? Yeah, that's exciting. It's an actress. Yeah, so, is it? She's an actress, yeah. Oh, I, I, I thought this was gibberish. Which, who's, what's she been in? She's been in a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, she was in Badlands, like the Terrence Malick movie. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I missed and that like, one. And like, um, she was in JFK. She was. I, I in... haven't seen JFK. If you believe that, oh, which is crazy. Really? I, I actually wow. haven't either. I've seen it's like three really? hours, and I'm like, Fuck I want that. to like super bad. I'm a fan of Jack. Dude, oh, I'm not crazy. watching a three-hour movie by Oliver Stone. I'm sorry. It's pretty. It's good. It's good. It's interesting. Isn't Kevin you know? Costner like, in it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yo, dude, y'all yeah. seen uh, Thirteen Days? Uh, another no, JFK film. He plays uh he plays Bobby Kennedy. I'm pretty sure. Oh really? Yeah, it's like the whole Cuban Missile Crisis. Oh yes, Russia. I've heard of this. Take that fucking flag down. 
We'll leave the JFK podcasters to go watch that. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, exactly. We've we have our focus. We have our man. I think I'm gonna start my own podcast here. I just, I just you better <laughs> just fucking not just JFK content. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Cuba, uh, Obton, and I are gonna go watch episode 13 of Young Sheldon titled "A Sneeze Detention and Sissy Spacek." Uh, we'll be right back. I can hear them perks coming. I can hear the words coming. And we're back from episode 13. Um, that was a, that was Obton. Your wish is your command. You wanted more plot yes. and baby, you fucking got it. I got it. I got it in spades, man. Finally, something fucking happened in this show. You would think that after like 10 episodes, you the one actual arc, an arc with a beginning, a middle and an end. And we finally fucking got and it. And before we get into this, uh, whole episode thing i just want to tell the viewer that chuck Lorre and sheldon predicted the coronavirus pandemic oh yeah straight up straight up this episode came out in what can we get a date on this episode let me look it up i'm pretty sure it's uh, 2017 2018 actually 2018 yeah air date february 1st 2018 still still prescient for sure and trump has the audacity to say nobody could have seen coronavirus coming my guy cbs did <laughs> yeah everyone needs to tune into cbs and see when the next pandemic or yeah. 9-11 is coming i know tbs is gonna fucking predict the second coming of christ yeah y'all gonna be blind to it okay well i'm gonna break down the plot really quickly of this episode and i'll try and get through it because there's a lot of plot going on in here so oh, yeah. uh let's get into it so we open with sheldon in class and his teacher is teaching them about similes and metaphors when she starts sneezing uh sheldon freaks out and leaves the class but she says he needs a hall pass and he does a voiceover about how he loves rules but he doesn't want to die uh so he leaves anyway so then sheldon's parents are called into the principal's office and the principal says he needs to be punished for willfully breaking a teacher's orders so he recommends a few days of detention uh but mary thinks this is a little harsh but then Bill Ponderosa chimes in and says, Detention's no big deal. Now, my principal used to whoop my ass with a paddle. That got my attention. Oh, yeah. Those are the days. End quote. Uh, so then him and the principal oogle over the nostalgia days of getting to hit children with a paddle for literally 60 seconds of airtime. Uh, but then they go outside to get Sheldon and he's gone because the secretary sneezed in his presence. So he tries to escape school um, and running into a bunch of people sneezing like it's contagion. So then that night, the parents discuss Sheldon being in detention. Sheldon goes outside where he catches Georgie throwing in a lip of red man, uh, throwing in some fatty domps and asks for his advice about detention. Uh, Georgie tells him to always be by the teacher or else he'll get his ass kicked. So then the next day he walks to detention with Tam and Tam wishes him good luck before running off after staring at a kid who we assume is a bully. There's a whole slow motion thing, uh, but I'll save you the trouble of suspense. That bully never shows back up in the episode. We don't know who he is. Your guess is as good as ours. Uh, Sheldon immediately gives the kids in detention $3 cash as tribute. Um, and when the teacher comes in and says he's feeling sick, Sheldon ditches detention as well. So because of this, Sheldon gets suspended for a week and then Sheldon's parents discuss this again. And then for some reason, go into graphic detail about his prostate exam that he had, uh, in the past. 
So then the uh, Sheldon's parents take Sheldon to the same crackpot doctor that you might remember from episode six, who is writing prescriptions like L. Ron Hubbard writes novels. Um, and the doctor is telling him that he takes precautions. That's why he doesn't get sick. So Sheldon starts wearing a mask and gloves. So then later, Sheldon's watching the news with his masks on, where the news tells him that this flu originated in China, um, and he's even more scared now. Uh, then the next day, Mary goes to give Sheldon a list of chores to do, because he's suspended, and she learns he's become a bubble boy, and is in self-quarantine in the garage that he's sealed off like a bubble. So then we cut to school and Georgie tells a girl that Sheldon is very sick and it's not looking good for him because uh, Georgie will say anything for strange. And eventually a bunch of girls come up to him and they're all sad that Sheldon's sick and he coerces the girls into giving him a hug. Uh, and he looks over at his dad since his dad works at the school and Bill shoots him over a look. Back at home, Mary keeps telling Sheldon to get out of the the bubble she keeps saying i'm your mommy come on i'm your mommy do it for your mommy no but i'm your mommy to try and get him out uh but he doesn't uh finally mary breaches the bubble and chases him around to rems it's the end of the world as we know it uh then mima finally tries to get him out with cookies so then Mima looks at the texan flag and gives sheldon a speech about how texan men aren't afraid of anything uh, not even a little cold. So Sheldon, of course, gets convinced and finally leaves the bubble. And the episode ends with Sheldon getting sick with a 102 degree fever and says that the silver lining of him getting sick was that his mom got to sing to him. Uh, and then the episode ends with a title card explaining that Sheldon died due to complications of COVID-19. <laughs> uh, before we keep going on this episode, I just want to show tribute to Georgie. Uh, by throwing in a lip of my own. Um, this is not chewing tobacco. I was about to say, oh, is that that Zen? Tobacco list, yeah, I've seen those. This is. People are trying to turn me on. This is some them. liberal Hollywood version of chewing tobacco. So, to Georgie. Oh, yeah. What is it? Is the packet? Yeah, it's just nicotine. This is I've, what, never, this... I've never done chewing tobacco. It's what, it's what Jewel is to smoking cigarettes. That is to. Yes. Uh, doing dip. Okay. I also have my jewel, so. <laughs> Whoa. Just double fist in the neck. I'm plugged in, man. We got a bad boy yeah. here. Bad boy alert. Um, oh, boy. oh, wow. While we're on that, uh. Obton, I swear to fucking Christ. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. What was I. Fuck, what was I gonna say? Talking about tobacco, chewing tobacco. I had something about liberal Hollywood. I don't know what I was reoccurring topic oh here's Wait, okay. here's what here's just what i was gonna say because i know okay. i don't want to talk too much about quarantine life here's just what i want to talk about this so <laughs> sheldon's always been a germaphobe and he's never reacted like this he's yeah. been to nasa in previous episodes he's been in contact mm -hmm. with the fbi in previous episodes and there's okay. a completely unnecessary reference to the illness originating in china in this episode so my question is, what does Sheldon know? Yeah, what does Sheldon know? Bro, why is he, he, had, why he, is he quarantining? And sh sh he's been around sick people and been in this disgusting house for this entire run of the show. And now he's quarantining? What does he know? Bro, he, he tried to buy uranium. What did he think being around enriched uranium would do to him? 
it would make him far sicker than the fucking flu. It's yeah. What does unless this flu is way worse than being yeah, next unless it's to the uranium. worst flu we've ever seen. Yeah, exactly. So my question oh, yeah. is, what does he know? He's been to Wuhan. Yeah, he knows. He knows. are they serving bat soup at this fucking cafeteria? Oh my god! You know, like um. Have you seen Have you seen the video of Trump uh, recently? Like I think yesterday we was talking about Obamagate. No, no, no. But he he called Obama out, right? For uh, he committed a crime, but he won't say what it is. Yes, exactly. So like, there's like a thing where it's like all these conservatives on Twitter were just tweeting about Obamagate just repeatedly, but no one's saying what it is, and which is hilarious. And a journalist asks him like, like, sir, like you know, you accuse Obama of committing a crime. Like, you know, what, can you say what that crime is? And he's like, it's bad. If things are coming, people know. And he's like, sir, but what is the crime? He's like, you ought to know. You, you're the fake news. Just ask the newspaper. And he's like, sir, but like, what is it? And he's like, like, I, ask them, you know, ask, ask your friends. And it's just like, what the fuck? Here's the thing. But it's Here's like, the thing. I can tell you what Obama's crime was. Bombing innocent children in the Middle East. Exactly. You yeah. don't need to be a fucking deep state insider to know what Obama's <laughs> war crimes are. And the funny thing is that every president's doing them. So really, it's like yep. it's like jaywalking. Like, is it really a crime if everybody's doing it? <laughs> it's, the, it's the presidential jaywalk. Exactly. Bombing, bombing every country in the Middle East. Oh, you bombed um, innocent civilians? Oh, I remember what my first hundred days... But the thing is, in that instance, Trump is, you know, talking about, like, a, a, a scandal that he doesn't, it's fake. Like, he doesn't know Yeah, that's why Trump on. is so dumb, because he knows what he could pin on somebody, and then just, like, make some <laughs> obvious, like, some least serious, but way more fake shit up. Meanwhile, I love it. I, it's, yeah. Yeah, I'm saying, meanwhile, Obama's just sweating in his house. He's like, oh, shit, they know that I illegally streamed all four seasons of The O.C. I'm like, oh, God, I'm such a hoe for that show. I should have paid $30 for the season. What am I doing? Yeah. Bro, the, oh, my God. Obama's sharing his <laughs> HBO password to all his friends. <laughs> Obama was parking in the handicapped spot. Uh, no, but, like, but the thing that, I think that's brilliant, by the way, of Trump. To just be like, to know, to just, because a normal person, you know, a normal person with, like, um, self-awareness, you know, and like who, who, who can think about themselves and feel something like guilt or like self-awareness, you know, uh, would be like, well, fuck, like, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't, I like, I, I, I don't have a good answer. To this. They would stumble through it, but he just like, he knows this is just red meat to all the fucking rubes. So he just be like, yeah, oh, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> oh, he the can money's just keep coming. saying it. It's the money's coming. And like, and he'll just keep saying it, and he'll never have to. In his mind, it's like, wait, I don't know what a fucking is, but it doesn't fucking matter, which is brilliant. But the thing is, if a scientist asks Sheldon, it's like, what are you worried about? He would know. He would know. Yeah, Sheldon. Sheldon, yeah, Sheldon would, know. would be like, I need to cut the cameras before I tell you what shit I know. I have seen the future, my friend, and it is bleak. The other thing I had about this episode was when Mima saw the Texas flag. There's a few things that bumped me with that scene when she sees the texas flag and she's like oh i gotta tell like sheldon to like get him riled up about like texas bravery revolutionary war era music starts playing which texas did not fight in uh so yeah. i thought that was like okay like play at least like kenny chesney or some something but like then she just starts listing off sam houston 
and like people who founded the state as like oh they wouldn't be afraid of a flu like first of all yeah because they were afraid of smallpox and other shit <laughs> but yeah. also those are the people from texas you're gonna bring up as like the pillars of bravery not nolan ryan not dennis quaid da- not matthew mcconaughey David koresh all right all right all right <laughs> marshall applewhite founder of the heaven's gate cult mark david chapman who shot john lennon alexis texas Alexis, Texas, all these famous people from Texas that she could have brought up. Get real, Mima. Literally, there's infinite names you could have picked. Yeah, no, that's preposterous. The preposterous thing about it, too, is, um, you know, Sheldon's ostensibly a man of science and a rational man. And it's like, what, did the fucking flu vaccine not exist in 1989? Like, it did, right? I have no idea. Yeah, I have no I, idea. Maybe. I, I also have no idea. I, I want to say yes, there. but I, I, I can't credibly know that flu for sure. shot. All right, flu shot. Dude, I mean, the coronavirus vaccine doesn't exist now, but that's not going to stop me from getting pitted out by those fucking <laughs> oh, yeah. beach. Oh, bro, they've been available since 1945. Hey. It's like, dude, yeah, but that was probably statistically... like old vaccine. All the people that are afraid of vaccines now are the same age that got those vaccines when they were a kid. So maybe they know something. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it would be funny if he was an anti-vaxxer. But, like, again, it's like, you're a man of science. You're a rational man, supposedly. Like, he's past the, what is it, what's it called? The infant mortality rate. You know, like, when yeah, just, like, little yeah. boy kids die for no reason. Like, you're, you're good, dude. You have a functioning immune system. But what, what it does, what does it for him is just this dumb bullshit about these random texans that he's like yep that's gonna make me risk my life for covid damn obton you sound like you should go protest in front of the baskin robbins i know <laughs> liberate galveston dude right now kuba what do you think about this what, what what are your impressions i wish they chose a different thing than the flu now that we're talking about i wish they chose something yeah. like i don't know what like like fucking head lice or something like that <laughs> like i want to see him freak out about something that's pretty gross and it's like fair to be freaking out about but yeah, yeah. also yeah i totally agree that his motivating like you know thing shouldn't be texas stuff it should be science right i mean i don't i haven't seen all these eps of young sheldon but i assume everyone has to do with how much he loves science right god well that's the thing you they, have no fucking idea she could have said like, like sam houston stuff. was a scientist yeah like he doesn't he loves science but clearly doesn't know much yeah. about it bro you want to go to space yeah I mean, and you're afraid of houston, disease like the, the nasa center's right there to communicate with all the shuttles it's right there in houston Texas. yeah yeah like, you, come on you want to get pelted by gamma radiation and cosmic yeah. winds like that's like, bro, what you you're wanna, afraid of a fucking flu you want to step outside the fucking space shuttle and and like literally if one tear happens on your suit, you're dead. Your head just explodes in the fucking helmet and you're afraid of sneezes? Shut the fuck up, Sheldon. <laughs> Dumb bitch. God. Yeah, Sheldon does act like a little bitch this episode. Huge, just huge. I mean, yeah, it's like a bitch every episode, but in this episode I was, you heard it. I was pissed off. I was genuinely like, Dude, like I like we're 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 quarantining here. All of I'm watching this from the perspective of a person who has to sit in their house all day because of a pandemic an actual pandemic that's going on. And I'm just looking at this bitch like, "Oh, if you have no fucking idea. You have no fucking idea, you insolent little motherfucker." I, w- I wanted somebody to kick his ass so bad. I'll say I respect him walking out of all of those scenarios. 
he just beelines out. And that's, <laughs> that's, like, true. that's like, he's like, no confrontation, nothing. I'm out of here. See ya. I'll deal with this later. That was pretty you know gangster. I mean? I, he did ditch detention. Like twice. Yeah, he ditched detention. He ditched a class. Yeah, Sheldon doesn't give a fuck. He's, he's not fucking around. Yeah, he's not fucking around. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty gangster. I have to admit, like, he walked into the... What the fuck is the deal with that bully? Why do they show this photo? Oh, yeah. The... Like, they're just a guy who walks by Tam. I, Jack explained this, but, like, he, he didn't come up. It wasn't the guy that he, Sheldon sat next to. At least that would have made sense. Yeah, that's true. And in Tam, they literally had like a slow motion shot of him, like he was about to yeah. like shoot up the fucking school. No, and yeah, then he it just walks on by, and he's never brought up yeah. the episode again. And the bullies yeah, don't. Yeah, one of the most dramatic moments in the in this episode. Yeah. It was the one of the only uses of slow mo in this entire tense, show. You know, it was tense. I was like, what's about to go down? But this is the brilliance of Chuck. Is it's the way he plays with your expectations. You know, you think. That if he signals out, if he plants something, that there will be a payoff. But no, he just, it's, it's, a, it's blue balling you. This is the brilliance of it. Chuck is being the bully here. It's like when a bully walks by you in the, like, the hallway, and he just knees you in the nuts and calls you a nerd. That's what he did in that one shot. By making us think something would happen, that it would have any significance to the plot. Yeah, we got, we got kneed in the nuts by Chuck. The audience is Tam. We are Tam called us a bitch and told us he's gonna fuck our moms yeah the the medical the medical side of this episode was nuts to me like i get how they don't want to pay another actor to come on and play another doctor but when mary cooper's like oh sheldon's a germaphobe we need help we should take him to a doctor she takes him to the same primary care physician that she took them to for episode six like just because he's a doctor oh he can solve every problem it's like if I had, like, oh, shit, I have a lump in my balls. I'm going to go to Dr. Drew Casper and let him <laughs> feel it out and let me see if there's something wrong. Let me go to my fucking film professor and feel my nuts so I can know if I have an issue. God, yeah, and, like, he shit talks the doctor, too, just to his face. And it's just, like, the man is – and then he gives him the idea to, you know, um, uh, wear PPEs, which, uh, you know – uh, no, noticeably, he was able to get masks. Yeah. You also, that? yo, where's your N95 mask, Sheldon? Come on, don't you know? Yeah, young fool. Not like, so you know smart the now, CD- bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know the CDC standards, Sheldon. Come on. Also, they um, brought up Sheldon's prostate for s- presumably no reason. Yeah, that was unnecessary. Uh, just making me think about a little boy's prostate is not yeah, way to, kosher. Way to give this just lighthearted comedy a little twist by putting the image in every viewer of a nine-year-old boy getting a prostate exam yeah the uh the the brian singer angle of comedy kuba uh have you ever had a prostate exam no but when i was watching this episode i was like man like i should maybe i should be thinking about my prostate more you know well, good. maybe oh, maybe yeah. that's the genius of Chuck Lorre's like, you know, Chuck Lorre is thinking me. more about your prostate than, than I you am. Are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you're not in the age demographic where you have to worry about your prostate, I think, you know, but Sheldon is apparently uh, who knows, Sheldon definitely dude, is right. Like, you know, that's true. But it's, it's like if after your 40s, you got to get regular prostate exams, which that shit will suck, dude. That, that'll be I don't think I mind somebody sticking their finger up my butthole. It's just going to be like a nuisance as long as he's a bro. 
As long as it's a bro, dude. Yeah, as long I as want, I know, as long as I know the person, then I'm like, yeah, fine. Like we're homies. Is it, is it, but like, I don't want some stranger doing it to me. Is it weird that I would prefer a female doctor check my prostate? Yes. <laughs> Why? It's only fun if the homies hit it. That's true. That's the homies hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boys, oh, boys only. No girls allowed. Yeah. Spelled boys with a Z. I'm gonna get no get no girls allowed tattooed on my ass. Right on your asshole. <laughs> right above my prostate. Just let them all know. Oh man. Cuba, what? Yeah. Uh, what? Cuba, get what, in what? here. <laughs> get in here. Get into this hole. Uh, cough You're twice. gonna get that prostate exam. Yeah, I think I want my doctor. If I'm getting a prostate exam, I want him to tell me a joke and then hit me with the punchline right as he's, you know, he's getting in there. Oh wow, that's a good point. That'll do it. Yeah, that that's good. That'll yeah. put you at ease. Yeah, it's it like would. getting a shot, you know. But doesn't your hole clench when you laugh? So wouldn't it be harder? Like it, I feel like I'd want my doctor to tell me a really bad joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like fair, something I wouldn't laugh at, and I'd just be like, "What?" And he then he'd finger me. <laughs> and then you're the whole time you're just thinking about this joke. You're like, "This is a terrible joke," and shit on the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Both, you know, you know about his joke and physically. Do you think people shit on the doctors doing prostate exams? I would. because it's because like it's not actually, like actually like actually shit on them. Yeah, or? like actually, because it's not like men clean their assholes. You know, that's something I've, that I've like no well, straight idea. men. Straight my men. My mom's don't a doctor. I'll ask my mom this. Yeah, you know, ask your mom. Know. We'll bring her I'll on the program mom for sure. But yeah, definitely. <laughs> mom, uh, do do people shit on their doctors? I mean, yeah, I'll ask her. That'd be hilarious. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah. That's a good ass question. Wait, Cuba, where are you? Where am I? Yeah, are you in Boston? No, I'm in Eagle Rock. You're in Eagle Rock. Oh yeah, baby. That's what we like to hear. That's right, baby. Never leave. Never leave LA. Sunny California. Come on, it's beautiful. Exactly. Yeah, what am I gonna do? Hang out in fucking Virginia? God fucking forbid, dude. Are you guys? Uh, I like it here. You, uh, Jack, are you at home? Or are you? Uh... I'm in Los Feliz. Oh, nice, nice. He's up. Nice. He's up the street. We should. Uh, we should circle jerk. <laughs> Social distance, six feet across. We should check middle our, of the street. We should check our prostates. We should check our prostates. Can you check your own prostate? It's just boys being boys. Okay? Boys, you being see boys. what I'm saying? Chuck Lorre, maybe genius. We've been talking about prostates for like last what five minutes now. That's true. Yeah, you know, you're thinking. About I'm thinking it. about it. I'm thinking about it. It's true. I'm thinking. About it. I was thinking about my prostate often, but I'm thinking about it now. I think about mine pretty often. Well, I have another question. I have a question. Re re episode. Have you guys ever been in detention? Yes. Yes. Actually, I was. Okay. I remember the first time I got detention. What's detention like? Cause I'm a good boy. Uh, you fucking nerd. <laughs> Bro, I got detention in sixth grade. Holy shit! Oh my god. <laughs> I, I, I talked back to the teacher. Yeah. I talked my way out of detention twice in high school. Oh, bro. Oh, both both for cheating. Bro, I remember mine. Dude, mine sucked. You want to know why mine sucked, too? I wasn't, like, a bad boy. I wasn't, like, trying to be a bad boy. But, like, you know, I, I said something snarky to the teacher. I was just being a, a loud ass or whatever. But the, the worst part about it is they made me go on detention during the school field trip to D.C., so I didn't get to go on the field trip. Oh, I remember it now. Man. That's the worst, dude. I felt so shitty. Because you know that's where the action happened, man. That's when Ogden became a communist. That is that's exactly <laughs> when I became a communist. No, but dude, because that's when, on a school field trip. That's when you're hitting on the ladies. That's when you're like sitting next to them on the bus and you're holding their hand. And you're talking to them. You're sweet talking to them. And you're at the zoo together or some dumb shit. <laughs> 
that you do in sixth grade field trips. And that's where the action happens. I missed all of that. I remember being so upset. Maybe you. <laughs> Nobody yeah. was getting laid at outdoor ed at my fucking field trips. Well, that's because you weren't going to D.C., my guy. That's where, the, that's where the love is in the air. Looking at the Washington Monument, how could you not be horny? Pretty easily, actually. <laughs> what else happened in this episode? Bill misses hitting his kids. Oh, yeah, that was, a, that was a weird zone where they're just, like, reminiscing on how great it is to smack kids around with a paddle. Yeah, he's like, he wasn't a nun. Yeah, like, yeah, when did When did, like, adult men have a pass at just beating kids with a paddle? Yeah. I don't remember that. Oh, you, you know, I got a, this is something I connects to this. I know a teacher in Brooklyn who has to teach class right now through Zoom, pretty much, right? And they told me that when a student does something bad, they have to, like, text the parent, right? So a kid does something bad, they'll text the parent. And then, like, you know, like, 40 seconds later, this parent will walk into the room on Zoom in front of all these other kids and just smack this kid and be like, what are you doing? Pay attention. Why the fuck is your teacher texting me? That's, that's going to be so rough. Lord. Woo! I did you know, not know that. That's Yeah, I know. That's crazy, right? That is crazy, man. Yeah, going going to school That's right hilarious. now would be insane. Yeah, I That's mean it's hilarious. pretty it's pretty fun. It's bad, but it is pretty funny. You see, the it is hilarious. It's just like so terrible. You're there, you know. You said something dumb. Teacher texts your parent. Your parent walks in, smacks you in front of like your friend. Yeah, that reminds me of like that sounds like something like like when I think about like um, PlayStation Live and Xbox Live, where it's yeah. like when like kids are like like saying racist shit and like cussing oh and, and then yeah, the parents and then, like, parent come in. Comes in bro that's the thing whenever i was playing fortnite that'd be the funniest thing because sometimes you would hear the parents in the background like mom i'm in the middle of a game i can't <laughs> pause it and i'm like bro i'm high right now i'm smoking weed playing a video <laughs> game and this 14 year old i'm on a fortnite team with is fucking getting cussed out by his mom yeah it's a it's, it's a beautiful thing yeah yeah funny yeah, out there so. on the web yeah What's uh? You guys ride a school bus? Yeah, I rode a school it's bus. A school? Yeah. No. Do you not? I went we to. I went to a. We didn't uh, have a school bus. Oh, bro, that's bitch made, dude. Cuba. <laughs> I went to a uh uh from middle school to high school. I went to a bougie, uh East Coast Quaker private school. It it's it was I I'm from Massachusetts and it was in Rhode Island and I'd have to I didn't take the school. There was like a school bus, but it was like met in like predetermined locations so like parents would have to drive like 15 minutes to drop their kids off on school bus so i didn't do that but i did drive to school and it was like half an hour across state lines to get to school just like every day back and forth you 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 coastal elites and you're i know you're you're private i didn't didn't do that you went to private school though you did for a period of time for a little bit i am public school born and raised public school k through 12 k through 12 Oh, uh, well, boom. here's the world's smallest boom, boom. violin playing for your fucking... Oh, there's no violin, public, man. I'm proud. school I'm fucking proud. funding. Solidarity. I do not trust a millionaire. Take that fucking flag down. <laughs> um, uh, no, no, no. But, like, I, I, I rode the school bus every day. Is it is it as bad as a uh, tan? Oh, you have no idea. Team? Holy shit, you have no, no idea. Really? Yeah, bro. Hold my, oh, my God. I've ridden <laughs> buses before. Tam is just like the way no, but he you didn't stared... Go to, you didn't just go like to, the way he stared at that kid... He's yeah. being a little dramatic. Well, no, I mean, I didn't, the, get, I didn't get. What's the worst thing you've seen on a bus? Often? I didn't get. I didn't get bullied on him. That's not. I'm not, I'm not like a fear factor. Well, what, what have you yeah. seen? Yeah, well, I've seen <laughs> everything, bro, dude. I went to actual public school with like an actual public school. No, I mean like one like I kids doing crazy shit. I mean like it was like 
rambunctious. Like, people would yell and scream at the fucking bus drivers. There'd be fights between the bus drivers and the kids all the fucking time. Sometimes kids would be high um, and do drugs or whatever. Ooh, um, high school. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah, I- I'm sure that Orange County Catholic School was just fast times at Ridgemont High over there, dude. <laughs> hey, while you were over there, like, smoking pot or spice or whatever the fuck you were doing, I was dodging priests trying to molest us, so... The stakes were a lot higher for you. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I'm from South Boston. Yeah, <laughs> shout out Spotlight. <laughs> shout out going to Catholic Church. Yeah, Abton, you don't know the what half of it. At least, at least in Islam, they're not trying to molest the kids. That is true. That is true. That's what we got going for us, you know. <laughs> yeah. Kuba, you have any final thoughts on this episode? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, like the episode starts by talking about like similes and metaphors, and I think that this episode is kind of like a metaphor for what's going to come in the next like month or so. You know, they're trying to they're trying to, to uh, you know, Sheldon doesn't want to be in school. He's scared of the virus, right? He doesn't want to be there. He just wants to be quarantined. That's what's happening. This is what's going to happen. They're going to pull us out of our houses, force us to go back to work. The smart people are going to be like, oh, we're rightfully scared because there's a fucking virus and we don't have a vaccine. Mm-hmm. You know, profits over people. That's all they want, bro. That's what the metaphor is here. That's true. He needs to consider, wait, why am I being forced to go to school? Sheldon, ask the tough questions, my guy. Yeah. Yeah, God forbid. Really. Dude, three more. Another three. Another three months. Can you believe that? I can. I believe it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I can too. We're never leaving. Yeah, no way, no Dystopian way. Dystopian shit, man. I'm, I'm fucking. I, I, I mean, like, are we really gonna stay home for another three months? Like, I, I genuinely don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know if people will be able to handle it. I'm talking about like the average person will just be like, "Holy fuck!" If I spend another day inside, I am going to go crazy. Dude, I'm about to fucking snap. <laughs> I'm about to snap, dude. I've snapped already, dude. I'm doing a podcast on Young Sheldon. Yeah, we've been, <laughs> I just, I'm doing this since March. <laughs> I, I've a t- I've talked to an assassinated president. You haven't even seen the tip of the fucking iceberg yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, wait for season two. It's about oh, to get crazy. Don't even God get forbid. me started. God forbid. If we go, th- God forbid, we go through this entire show and quarantine still hasn't ended. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you gotta. You guys are gonna have to write like. We have to write more episodes. Post Sheldon, I guess. If yeah. the, if there's Sheldon and this is pre Sheldon, you guys gotta write post Sheldon when he's yeah. like super old. Don't put those thoughts in my head, Cuba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, Kuba, thank you so much for joining us on the Gates of Shell. It was of course, of course, it was scary. Yeah, <laughs> hey. It was terrifying. It was a dark day. <laughs> how, how do you think we feel? Yeah, we we have to brave this every yeah, day. Yeah, but thank you guys so much for having me. Of course, thank you, man. Good yeah, stuff. You, were... you guys opened my eyes to Sheldon. You know, our the, um, our Lord and Savior. I'm totally gonna watch more. Yeah, just kidding. Right now, I'm watching <laughs> the OC. Fuck yeah. Really, the OC, uh, God, hometown rap. Yeah, oh, the OC. Well, I found out that the uh, the creator of that show went to my high school, and then went, went to, to USC. USC. Yeah, yeah, and it's like based off of based on USC and like very lightly on the East Coast private school life. You know, get inspired, boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this jackass thinks he's so clever. <laughs> we know what you're basing it off of. You ain't you ain't special. We all saw what you saw. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's it for us here. Uh, Obton, I'll see you next episode. Yeah. Uh, I spoke to Quentin Tarantino today. Uh, I peaked. I peaked. (laughs) Hey, we spoke to JFK. He's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he came back. Well, he's not dead, actually. 
Yeah. Um, well, he's hiding out with his uh, lover. We'll Tupac. link. We'll we'll put a link to his uh, infamous the truth. Uh, sixty minutes interview yeah. in the description of this. Exactly. Know the truth. And uh, boys, to you, you know, on this podcast journey, Godspeed. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of a lot of deep, deep valleys, but there might be a mountain somewhere in there. <laughs> so I believe in you guys. We're trying to get Oops, high. No. So. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. But seriously, stop listening to this podcast and go help your grandma or something. Uh, Unless you're a woman, in case, listen to the podcast because we're trying to improve our demographics. Yeah. If you're 45, listen. Yeah. You need to hear this more than anyone. (laughs) If you are a woman from any age demographic or you are in the 45-plus demographic of any gender, listen to us. Thank you. And if you're under 17, shut this phone. Yeah, yeah, come on. Don't, don't make this weird for me. Peace out. See ya. Peace. Peace.